How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. One, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Waking up with Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. Now, here's Tucker and Mora. Welcome to the Take Two Podcast. You've made it. You have arrived. So, this is where we look back at the week on the air. The week that was. So, if you missed anything, you might get a chance to hear it in this podcast. And if it's something you heard before and you're like, I heard this already. Then you just press that skip 30 seconds, Uh skip 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds button. Or maybe it'll be even better the second time. (laughs) Tucker, right? Could be. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when the new one comes out. And uh, we'll do it every week. Thanks for listening. So how do we punish people who put other people's lives in jeopardy? Like this kid who threw a road sign out onto a highway. Mm -hmm. He was standing at the Winston Churchill overpass and tossed it onto the QEW. Oh my God. Yeah. So dangerous. Thank God it didn't hurt anybody. We got a text at Mm 1-800-953-2464 from Nicole. Nicole says, if you throw something off a high building, the punishment should be that you have to stand at the bottom of a building while someone else throws whatever item you throw off at the bottom and, until they hit you. <laughs> See how it feels. Or you should have to try and catch it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but this kid could have killed somebody. Oh my God, it's so dangerous. Could've Such a dangerous several thing. several people. I mean, if you throw a can over a uh, overpass, you could freak somebody out and who knows what would happen, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the chain of events that would occur. Yeah. If one person jams on their brakes, if something hits their windshield. Yes. You know, could have like massive repercussions. People could die. Yeah. And so that is why I think the punishment needs to fit the crime. Like, it sounds like I'm making a joke, <laughs> but I really feel like our society needs to have more severe punishments for certain crimes just so we can get rid of them completely. If you cut this guy's hand off, <laughs> the chances of him being able to throw a heavy sign <laughs> would be severely limited. So you don't think the charge of mischief was enough? <laughs> You know what? I was thinking, you know, and there's some more serious crimes. Like, I, um, I, you know, they, they just arrested two guys who allegedly beat some guy oh, with that. baseball bats yeah. to near death. Yes, I you know, read luckily, that Luckily, the guy is probably going to be okay, they think. Thank Eventually, God. he'll be able to recover. But if you get caught beating someone with a baseball bat, uh-huh. get rid of the hands. <laughs> Both of them. You should have lived. Try and swing a bat with no hands, Mora. <laughs> you you think that, that you should lose both hands in that scenario. If you almost kill someone with a baseball bat, yeah. Take them off. Take them off, eh? Wow. Guess you what? You really should have lived in medieval times, I well, swear. I mean, in some cases, it's ridiculous. Like, I, you know. Like if you have an inkling that something was going on, you just chop. If you think somebody's a witch, you know, <laughs> and you kill them, like that was a bit aggressive. A bit extreme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you have concrete evidence 
that somebody's committed a crime like this and you know it. Uh-huh. You have the, you know, locked and loaded and you, we got the video of the guy throwing the thing over. Get out the guillotine. Yeah. Put your hand in there. Same with the woman who threw the chair over the uh, condo balcony out down towards the gardener. Uh-huh. Right? She has a great career now on Instagram. Yeah. She's getting booked for gigs all over yeah. the place. Try and update your status with no hands. <laughs> Would you rather fall into a septic tank <laughs> or have a venomous spider living in your ear? Ugh. Tell me about the septic tank. Okay. <laughs> so a woman fell into her septic tank last week after a crew dug a hole to access it. Mm-hmm. And she was stuck lying in the raw sewage for several days, no! Mora. Several days? Several days. Days. It looks like there was work being done on the septic tank. There was a tractor in the area and a, a hole had been dug exposing the tank. And then she had fallen through about a two foot by two foot hole in kind of the rusted metal top of the tank. She was kind of somewhat laying down with her face above the water level. Once we got her out, she was pretty weak. So we just got her straight onto the cotton later down. Mm. I'm going spider now that I know she spent several days in the septic tank. Do you think that after a while you don't notice the smell? <laughs> Is it like one of those things? No, I don't. You know, think you're in your own bathroom. You've been in there for a while. Everything seems fine. You leave. You come back in. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, do you think there's um, a point when she's lying there and is becomes oblivious to the horrendous odor that would be surrounding her? Uh, no, I don't think you'd ever get used to that smell. I really mm. don't think you would. I think it's a little bit better that it was her own septic tank because <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to fall into mine. I wouldn't want to <laughs> fall into somebody's else's that I don't know, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I'd feel better about being in my own because yeah. I know what I had for dinner. Well, yeah, you would know. <laughs> um, oh, and she's okay? Like, did she get up? Did she get, you know, any I'm sure there's issues? A, a, there's going to be a scar, a mental scar <laughs> on that one. That'll be a tough one to get past. Yeah. But she'll be physically fine. The other story is a woman in Kansas uh, went to the doctor because she thought she had some water in her left ear. It turned out to be a brown recluse spider, which is extremely venomous. Never thought that they would crawl in your ear or any part of your body. I went and put some cotton balls in my ear last night because I didn't have any earplugs. I'm pretty terrified of the spiders. Wow. Yeah, and then they were able to get it out. Luckily, the spider didn't bite her. It would have been a really tough situation had it, you know, yeah. inside and your ear. and then what if it, like, laid eggs in there? Oh, my God. Is... It, cr- it crawled in there while she was asleep. I like, used to have this How night- are you ever going to sleep again? No, you're not. I used to have this nightmare that there was a bug living in my nose when I was a teen. <laughs> but I think it was just a dream. But then there's part of me that wonders if it was reality. Yeah. Well, he, I don't think it was reality. He crawled way up there, Tucker. <laughs> oh, man. Way up okay, there. Okay, so now, given all the facts, all the different stories, Mora. I'm going spider. You're going spider? But, like, the, the trauma that you would have for the rest of your life, every night you go to sleep, you're going to yeah. be worried that yes. there's another spider. Bundes, are you uh, going in on this one? 100% the septic tank. Oh, really? You're 100%. taking septic tank? Yeah. No problem. Just keep your head above the water. Well, lucky for you, we have a septic tank here <laughs> to <laughs> test the theory. We, we, 
We brought one in. <laughs> See that porter potty right over there? Yes. Get ready. I'm so glad you went septic tank. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, my God. That'd be the worst and the best. Coming all. up yeah. after Billie Eilish. Bundus came by the bodega on Friday. So um, I own a bar with my husband, and Tucker has never come, but Bundus... Well, yeah. first of all, <laughs> I have come before it was a bar yeah. and it was just a cafe. I've been there several, several times. That's true. And Bundes went zero times, so I'm not going to take heat for that. But in the and new- it was also a work function. It was somebody, uh, Jalissa's going away party. You're at work. But yeah. I came early to hang out with Maura. Yes, he did. Oh. He showed up, Tucker, mm-hmm. in the Corvette. Of course. Parked it. Perfect r- Corvette day. It's parked it right out front oh, of really? the place in full view. Like, I knew when I saw the car. I'm like, oh, Bundus is here. <laughs> yeah. You can't, uh, you <laughs> can't, can't park him. there, though, can you? No. No, you cannot park there. It is he illegally parked his Corvette right in front of the bar. Technically, it wasn't illegal because I have a handicap sticker. Oh, handicap sticker, you can park illegally. You 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 have accessible parking. I wonder if people. And by the way, uh, legitimately, you have it. You're you're half metal. You're like RoboCop, Mm -hmm. but the radio version, which is far less interesting. Then, you know, a cop that's a robot. Yeah, see, before Bundus, I didn't know if you have one of those accessible permits that you can actually park anywhere you want. Pretty much anywhere. Unless there's, uh, you know, like you can't park on Queen Street in Toronto if uh, it's a rush hour on one side. You know what I mean? Uh, like okay. streets that eliminate parking for traffic, mm-hmm. you can't park there. But all the side streets, anything goes pretty much. Pretty much. And you don't have to pay pay for parking with, with that. Yeah, it's free parking too. Is it? Let me ask you this, uh, Bundes, because yeah. you, you were in a head-on collision mm-hmm. and you had to be rebuilt, which is why you have this pass, because you have some pretty tough days where you, mobility is an issue. Yep. Um, if you had a choice of going back in time, you lose the accessibility parking, <laughs> accessible parking. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not trying to make light of people no, yeah. who have them, right? But I'm just saying, in your particular case, yeah. Um, would I give it up? Would to you? Have my would, legs you back? <laughs> would you eliminate uh, the accident that led to all that metal being in your legs in order to not and not have that? Or are you happy with the arrangement now? I would much prefer to have my legs mm. back. Yes, I miss I miss playing sports. I miss snowboarding. You can't uh, yeah. snowboard even. No, can't play hockey anymore. Um, but like, what would sir- happen? It's just my my I, because I had, I don't have uh, any roll in my ankle. It's just like a big metal L bracket holding the thing together. Uh-huh. Um, and that and I used to play goalie, so that much pressure on my ankles. It's too much? Too much, like, to be pushing side. Yeah, side. but no, have you okay. ever Not felt even... the pressure of trying to find a parking spot? <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the, now I'm talking about pressure. You're circling around oh. downtown Toronto. That's pressure. That's pressure, Bundes. <laughs> yeah. What was your rehab like? How many uh, before you felt as good as you feel today? Oh. Today, I, I would say at least about two years it took to kind of get... That's all, eh? And then you got that pass? <laughs> <laughs> and now you can park in front of Morris Place whenever no, you want. Exactly. Yeah. So wow. Hmm. Did uh, did Bundes pick up anyone at your uh, bar there on Thursday? He was definitely <laughs> putting the vibes out. Definitely. Did he lay some rubber down and put on his driver's gloves <laughs> when he left? I so when you're looking see, out the window, didn't see the gloves. <laughs> I did leave with a lady, but I didn't have the driving gloves on. <laughs>
Want to take a ride in my Corvette? It's parked right out front. <laughs> Got the best spot. <laughs> how did I do that? I don't know. Isn't it funny how kids can ruin the moment in seconds? They can t- You can take the greatest thing in the world, the greatest moment, and a kid could ruin it within probably 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maura and I were just uh, talking about our weekends, and uh, both of us experienced some uh, meltdown-like activity. Yeah, yeah. Super embarrassing moments. My three-year-old had a full temper tantrum on uh, on the streetcar mm. in front of everyone, where I literally had to turn around and apologize to the entire streetcar. Did you really? Yeah, I did. And, but, uh, so individually, I ha- I'm sorry, and then you <laughs> made your way around, or no, was it to everybody? I just turned around. Hello, everybody on the streetcar. I'm sorry. Well, it was taking me forever to get her off the streetcar because she wanted to ring the bell. I had to drag her off of there. One hand around her, one hand around the stroller. So it was really taking me a long time to get off the streetcar. So I turned around and apologized. Oh, because uh, the thing was stopped waiting yeah, for you. and everyone's looking at me and she's having a full meltdown, like oh. refusing to get off the streetcar. Yeah. I was super embarrassed and I thought everyone in this moment probably thinks they're going in, in their heads. It's bad mom, bad mom. Bad mom. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Unless they have a kid. Yeah, and then they're like, ah, no, been God. there, been there. Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible kid. <laughs> what a terrible kid treating her mom like that. Oh, I do, why do I even try to do anything fun with her? You oh. know? I'm not going to do fun things anymore. No. I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll ruin it. You know? I yeah. remember um, when my children were younger, I was anchored in this bay on my sailboat. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just had a wonderful day, <laughs> and it was we were, they were going to sleep, and we were getting ready to just chill out for a while and have a couple of bevies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then there was this incident where, like, uh, one of my daughters wasn't listening to my wife, mm-hmm. and I kept hearing it. I'm sort of up top, they're underneath, and it's uh, I'm hearing no and no, and that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. So I go down, and I'm like, no iPad for you, and then that set <laughs> off a war. <laughs> That lasted probably two hours, and it ruined the night, ruined the moment. It went from being paradise to a nightmare in literally about 30 seconds. Yeah. And that's how quickly a child can ruin it for you. Yes. I feel like sometimes, though, it's payback for how difficult maybe we were as kids. You were probably... I don't think so. uh, Pretty sure you had to repeat grade nine. Oh, yeah. No, I I definitely challenged my parents in multiple ways. I don't believe in uh, that kind of payback thing. That's ridiculous. Trust me. I just... My favorite part when Maura and I get to talk about these stories is watching our producer, Chris Bundes, who doesn't have children, uh, hear the stories and your reaction. And doesn't it sound like fun? just shaking my head over here. Like, you're not selling me on having kids. No. and, And if there is karma for being a bad kid myself growing yes. up then i'm screwed you're screwed i can't have kids then. yeah it's not allowed you can't have kids i don't i don't <laughs> think it's karma i think it's just the nature of children is that you have to be prepared to have everything be ruined at a moment yeah <laughs> i tried to laugh through the meltdown like oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh and then it just became unbearable and i started crying when i got home oh i literally started crying because it was that like trying it was yeah. that hard just to get her in the door well, there, are, we, there are good times too, Bundes. Yeah. If you were listening to our story last week, we did have a story that said that kids do, in fact, make you happier. Uh, the key part of that story was after they move out. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you're happy you have them. Yeah. It's like, uh, I got the best 30-year-old children in the world. Yes. Heather, welcome to a game we're calling Obama-rama. What? Obama-rama. <laughs> 
This is how Obama-rama works, Heather. <laughs> okay. This could be the only time we ever play this game. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So enjoy it. Um, Barack Obama just released his summer playlist. His jams <laughs> yeah, for summer all, 2019. All songs that he and the uh, former first lady are uh, listening to throughout the warm you know, summer months. Nice. So we're going to play you two songs. You have to tell us which is the presidential song and which one's totally wrong. You need three out of five right in order to win song number one. You, my brown eyed girl. Okay. Van Morrison, brown eyed girl. And we also have. We used to to small town girl. Journey and Don't Stop Believing. Both epic songs that you want to hear when you're down on the dock. Come on! Which is the presidential <laughs> song, and which one's totally wrong? Ooh. I'm going to go with Brown Eyed Girl as a presidential song. Wow, good for you. You nailed it. Oh, good <laughs> for you. Oh, you got this game figured out right out of the gate. <laughs> Next up, a little challenging. We got a little scissor with Gina. And we also have... A little NWA. Wow. Straight out of Compton. Wow. Obama is a badass. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> which one is the presidential uh, song and which one is totally wrong? I'm going to go with Gina, the first one. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one. As Obama's As pick. Yeah. Another one, right? Oh, good oh, for you. You're good Mara. at this game. <laughs> Gotta make this harder. Yeah, here. really. Song number one. <laughs> yeah. L M F A O. Right. Oh, Michelle loves this one. Party rock anthem. Or you got. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello, Senorita. Okay. Which is the presidential song and which one's totally wrong? I'm going to go with Rockers, the Party Rockers as their presidential. You're going that presidential, eh? Well, the song that made the playlist was actually Senorita. Yeah, wrong on that one. You've just been kicked off the yacht, Laura. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you put on the wrong song. Okay. Uh, how about this here? I've got you. Okay. Frank Sinatra. Under my skin. Mm, classic? Yeah. Classic? Yeah. And speaking of classics, or... So, Celine Dion or Frank Sinatra, which is the presidential song and which one's totally wrong for the win, Heather? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Frank. You got it. Yeah! Congratulations, Heather. <laughs> you know you're Obama-rama, let me tell you. <laughs> we got to play this again. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> what is a dead 
bedroom, and why do 51% of us suffer from it? Mm. Dead bedroom, what is it? A dead bedroom. It's when nobody's having sex in the bedroom, That's Maura. right. That's right. It doesn't mean yeah. you're having sex other places. Yeah. It's a term to describe a sexless relationship. Oh, okay. That lasts six months to five years. Oh! oh. We got to bring this body back to life. Woo! All right, charge the defibrillator. Here we go, Uncle. <laughs> We got nothing here! <laughs> All clear! Ah. Charge to 50, Maura! All right! Ah. Try again! Don't now, give up on me, Tucker! This sucker is dead, dead, uh, dead. Okay. So, if you've been in a dry spell, my friends, mm. don't worry, okay? What do you think the most common reason for a dry spell is? Oh, uh, you're too tired or too busy. Uh, work stress. I so, mean, work stress. Yeah. yeah I mean, too busy would fall into that category. Yeah. Weight gain is in at number two. Really? Yeah. You, uh, you know, your confidence is off if you put on a few pounds. You're not feeling quite yourself anymore. The light switch is for Mara. <laughs> yeah. I lean on that one a lot. <laughs> yes. Keep the lights off. I'm with you on that one. Uh-huh. Lack of communication and having children is oh, uh, yeah. another reason that why is the, things... Yeah, no kidding. Just had kids. Gotta bring this back to life. All clear! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You want to know what another killer is? What? When your children stay up later than you. Oh, no! It's a bit of a block, let yes. me tell you. Yes! It used to be a lot better when they go to bed at 7. So, you want to know the fix for the dead bedroom? Okay. Break up. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, the fix. I'm kidding. <laughs> Start over. The, the fix. Date someone 10 years younger. <laughs> no, that's no, not. No, not, no, 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 I've, no, heard, no. I've heard that works, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, set dates with your partner. Yeah. At least once a week, okay? And don't give up. Don't give up. Hit that gong. Hit the gong, my friends. Do you think you could identify three of the biggest songs this summer? Yes. In the top ten? Yes. Three of the biggest. Yes. Okay, so YouTube just released their biggest streamed songs. Uh-huh. Okay, around North America. And I don't know. One, two, three. Uh, yeah, I think there's uh, there's four artists here I've never heard of. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm feeling a little out of touch. Okay. Um, Billie Eilish. Okay, well, you, I'll start in order of 10 up, okay? okay? Okay. So I have heard of Lizzo and like her a lot. Truth Hurts was number 10. Why are men great till they gotta be great? Don't okay. text me and tell this place to my face. Great song. Now, next is the artist known as Polo G. You ever heard of Polo, Polo G? G? Featuring Lil to J? Or DJ, I assume. Uh, Pop out is the song. Party, I'm with the gang, and it's gonna be a robbery. So 
so tuck your chain. I'm a killer girl, I'm sorry. Nice. But I can't change. You like the vibe on that one? Yeah, I, I mean, maybe you'll discover a new artist through this list okay. right here. So this is Polo G. And then, of course, at number eight, everybody knows Lil Tecca, right? With Ransom. <laughs> Okay, I have heard this song before. Ransom by Lil Tecca is number eight. Um, are you a big fan of NLE Choppa? NLE Choppa? Yeah! And the song Shot of Flow. This is the seventh biggest song this summer. At number six, Da Baby with Shug. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. She like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just had a deal, I'm on. If you would have asked me what the baby was prior to today, I would have been like, it's that little person over there that that person just had. You know, the baby. Yeah, Is the baby crying upstairs? I don't know. I kind of hear something. The baby. The baby. Okay. This next song at number five. Now we're really getting into some serious territory here. Yeah. This song actually globally is the number one song. But in North America, it's number five, and it's from our friend Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. Senorita! Kind of makes sense because you got like the uh, Latin vibe with the English vibe. Sean Mendes on fire right now. He's going to be here a week Friday, too, playing the Rogers Center. Okay, Billie Eilish is at number four. Not in the top three, which surprised me. An even bigger surprise is that who did make it into the top three is a guy I hate and wish would everybody would just ignore, and that's Chris Brown. Oh yeah, featuring Drake, of course. No guidance. It's a great song. I know. I just don't like the guy. There's enough musicians that don't get enough airtime. We don't need to give this guy anymore. And Sounds pretty good. <laughs> number two. Okay. Okay. Number, number two. two. Biggest songs according to YouTube this summer, and it's from uh, May 27th to August 23rd. That's the range. And uh, Post Malone has number two. Oh. Then you left in the dust with Swaley and Sunflower. You're a sunflower. I think you love me too much. I honestly, it's my favorite song from 2019. Even though it kind of came out in 2018. Yes. I remember it kind of like was my anthem when we were going through that thing we went through. Yeah. Remember that thing we went through? Getting fired? Yeah. I remember that thing. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, of course, Bill Nozak, Old Town Road. Biggest song on YouTube, anyway. Just wait, the baby is uh, really making a comeback here. I think uh, he might be number one next year. Is it a guy? I think so. The baby. The baby. Cardi B's always tons of fun. Whenever she wins an award, she was winning last night, and she just—I uh, love her vibe and her energy. <laughs> I can hear myself. Is it put on? Hold on, wait a minute. 
let, let me do my speech now. Let me do my speech. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Without y'all, my music videos wouldn't look like this. Did she really talk like she the way she talks yeah. or is that put on? I think she might be like half in the bag at most of these awards oh, shows, yeah. but that just <laughs> makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> her energy's great. There's one thing that's driving me crazy with her though. It makes me feel sick to my stomach. What's that? It's those nails. They're getting longer and longer it makes with you everything. Feel sick to oh, your man. stomach? Her nails now are more like claws. Yeah, that's and really in style right I know. Now. This long nail style thing makes me sick to my stomach. Really? Her nails had to have been two inches long, at least. I look at those and I think of like Pennywise from the It movie. Mm-hmm. You know? They look like uh, Freddy Krueger hands. They look like the claws of a hawk. Yeah. Picking up a mouse. Come down. Not a mouse, but like a full-size salmon. <laughs> 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 and then, you know, you can just kill it with one clamp of the right. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not just her. You're right. It's a trend now, and I don't get it. And uh, we, did we post something out? Yeah, it's what up it, on Twitter. Okay, it's on Twitter. Just curious if you're into this or not. I, I would be hard-pressed to find one guy who would be turned on by seeing nails that long. So you wouldn't want those nails running through your chest hair? No, because I feel like it would, they would draw blood, <laughs> each and every one of them. <laughs> Okay, but they get caught up in there. You want those nails running through your chest hair? Those are a little too long for me. I like nails, but those are a little too long, yeah. Really? I, I just think of the dirt that gets caught in there. Oh. You know, it's well, a germaphobe. <laughs> well, those nails, I mean, unless you're taking them off right after, she can't even clench her fist without, you know, piercing she her palm. She has people to clench things for her, yeah. you know? They're done beautifully, <laughs> you know, the painting right, and all that sure. stuff. Yeah, the, like the, the gold artistry. sparkle, the yeah. artistry is interesting. But uh, no, I would take nubby fingers over long nails any really? day of the I'm week. I'm on a roll with my nails right now. Oh, like, they're see, super long. I look at that and it makes me feel a little sick. Oh, really? Yeah. No, those are good. I like those. Do you do? Yeah, uh, that's good. I like that I have something I can whip out that makes you feel a little nauseous yeah. anytime I want. Oh, oh, trust me, that's not the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just add it to the list. It's the zit, right? It's the zit. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to a game we call Big Fat Liar. Yeah. I figured it out. This is where we each tell you a story and one of us is a big fat liar. The other two stories are absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And this morning it is a carnival fair edition. And... Andy, we're each going to share a story with you, and we're going to start with Mora. Go ahead, Mora. Andy, a hot guy asked me to go on this ride at a carnival in Guelph when I was in high school, okay? Okay. And I didn't want to say I have to go to the washroom first because I thought the offer might be revoked and go to someone else. So I just said yes and got in line for the Gravitron with this guy. The line was over an hour. Mm. I was dying by the time it was our turn to get on the Gravitron. And let's just say that the force of the ride was stronger than my um, bladder. And thank God I had a shirt to tie around my waist after I got off the ride. Mm. Oh, my God. Okay. You peed (laughs) on the ride. Well, you don't have to spell it out. No, I think I do need to spell it out. (laughs) Holy cow. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. 
let's go to Chris Bundes, the producer on the show. What is your carnival fair story, Bundes? All right, Andy. So when I was a young teenager, uh, me and a couple pals went to a local local carnival, and um, we wanted to go on some rides. And the first one we went on was the zipper. Oh, the zipper is the worst. The zipper oh. is the worst. Because yeah. yeah. you're in that little car, right? And yeah. then it's spinning, and then you're spinning within the... Oh, yeah, yeah, God. it's bad. So me and my buddy Mike, we get into one of the carts, and I think I'm all locked in. The ride starts to go. Apparently, I'm not locked in. I don't know if the, oh. the ride malfunctioned or if my buddy Mike pulled a trick on me. Still to this day, I haven't figured it out. But the duration, the entire duration of that ride, I somehow fell out of my, my locking mechanism, and uh-huh. I was rolling around the inside of the cage. Oh, God. And I had a nasty bump on the back of my head that <gasps> last, lasted me for a good week because of that. And yeah. I haven't been on the zipper since. Could have died. That's awful. And you peed your pants. And right? I peed my pants. <laughs> Okay, Andy, here's my story of a fair. I actually was a carny for a day. I worked at a carnival. It was in the West Island of Montreal. It was uh, set up just outside the West Island Mall. And uh, I got the job through a friend because he knew I was doing some college radio at the time. And he thought I'd be perfect for this because there's a ride called the Himalaya. I don't know if you've ever seen the Himalaya. It's all these cars that are attached to each other and they spin around in a circle and you go forward for a while and then you go back. Oh, yeah. Anyway, on the ride, they need someone to be the DJ. And it's somebody who's on the microphone. So you're doing Doing the whole, uh, let me try and recreate what it sounds like here. All right, who wants to go faster? All right, let's go faster. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready to go backwards? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The only problem was, uh, because this is Montreal, they needed me to be bilingual. Oh. And so uh, they'd ask me, you know, like, could I do a little bit in French? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that. No problem. So then, you know, all of a sudden, here I am. All right. Who wants to go faster? Qui vous allez plus vite? All right. Bien. Bien. Okay. On allait en reverse. Yeah. And I quickly realized that uh, I really wasn't as strong in French as I would have liked to have been to be in control of the microphone on the Himalaya, (laughs) the West Island Fair. And so after about four hours, I was relieved of my duties. And I was told that I just didn't have what it took to be in control of the Himalaya. Zutalor! (laughs) Zutalor! going to do here we got three stories two of them are true who is the big fat liar is it myself tucker is it Mora with peeing on the ride or is it bundes getting rolled around in the zipper that's so hard you get this right you win if not we're moving on to to, uh, kathy Kathy, yeah i'm gonna go with Mora being the liar Mm. Unfortunately, that's not right. Whoa, you got butt slammed. Sorry, and thank you for playing, Andy. Appreciate it. Kathy now. Hello. You're down to Bundus, or myself, Tucker. Who's the big fat liar this morning? You are. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You got it. (laughs) Congratulations. What a steal. (laughs) Thank you. 
What is a sure way to find out what kind of drugs are popular in any given city? Analyze the raw sewage, Tucker. <laughs> is there not a better way? <laughs> no, no. You got to dive in there and get a sample. Can't you just look at court records and see what people are being no, busted no, no. with? You know, here's the thing. If you give people a survey to fill out that says, hey, do you like to do meth? Mm. People tend to lie. Makes sense. Scientists have now been analyzing our water waste here in Canada to see what kind of drugs are big in which cities. Okay, okay. and they can tell just they by tell analyzing sewage. To see, you know, they see what's coming out of you. Oh, boy. And then they know what's in you. Yeah. The Canadian city most popular for cannabis is... Cannabis? cannabis. Uh, oh, a Vancouver. No. Oh. You would think, wouldn't you? Well, weren't they always kind of the pot capital of Canada you for a long think. time? Uh, well, then it's got to be, uh, I'm going to say Toronto just by population. Montreal. And you know what else? Yeah. Halifax. Oh. Big cannabis communities. What's the city most popular for methamphetamine? Meth. Oh. Calgary. Edmonton. Edmonton. And Vancouver. Oh. Meth levels relatively low in Toronto. Okay. Okay. Good. Coca Lacane. Coca Lacane? What's Coca Lacane? <laughs> Coca McCain. Uh, Fort McMurray. Fort, Fort McMurray, McMurray, Alberta. That's the, very random. There's nothing to spend your money on, on out there other than strip clubs and okay. rent. Have you ever seen how much it costs oh, to t- live in Fort McMurray? <laughs> Nobody's got the money all to the do All the guys coke. that I know that went out there, that's yeah. all they spend their money on. So cocaine, cocaine, and cocaine and strippers. strippers. Huh. Bundus, the people you surround yourself with. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine. Biggest city in Canada is? Is. This is crazy. Evenly distributed across all cities. Oh, so everybody's doing an equal amount of cocaine. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Yes. Interesting, right? wonder if they came across my sewage in this study. Oh, <laughs> oh this is Tucker's sewage right here. Nice yeah, he's doing nothing. Pretty boring guy. <laughs> little tequila. <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> I'm always amazed at the different ways people get caught cheating on their significant others. Um, Bundes, our producer, was talking about a friend who got busted because he had linked his iPad up with his phone. So all the messages that were being sent and coming in were showing up on all his devices and the iPad was at home with his girlfriend uh-huh. and he was communicating with another girl. I feel like people must get busted that way all mm. the time. So we're asking the question, how did you catch someone cheating on you or how did you get caught cheating on somebody? Don, how did you catch someone cheating? The flame had kind of gone out with my high school sweetheart. We had been dating for nine years at this point. Mm. How long did it take for the flame to go out? Was it in the ninth year, or was this like two years <laughs> yeah. in the making? Uh, we weren't even married then. We were only 20, 24, so it's unusual that the flame would go out so early, right? Mm-hmm. Wheels start turning, and I downloaded a program on the computer, and it identified each key that is typed on the computer. Okay. So I discovered the uh, password. I looked up the email, and I found uh, an email that was uh, exchanged between the two. Her and uh, a male that I didn't know, they were essentially in love, claiming that uh, next Valentine's Day, which was about six months away, things were hopefully going to be different. They're going to live together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. How do you reveal that you found all this information? Oh, I printed the email. And then (laughs) uh, (laughs) I confronted her, so she admitted it. But she loved this guy, so she left. She left me and went lived in uh, Vancouver downtown. And then two months later, she 
reached out to me. We got together, spent the day together. And then at the end of the day, I spent the night with her, stayed there. Mm. The next morning, while laying in bed, he walked into the door of the apartment. Oh, wow. So she cheats on you with a guy. Then she cheats on the guy she was cheating on you with? Yeah. And then she left, spoke to him outside the room, came back in, and she was crying. She said, I, would, I said to myself, I would never cheat after I did it to you. And at that point, I walked away and uh, said that I didn't want anything to do with her anymore. Two years later, she reaches out, wants to get back together. I say, no, she calls me an idiot, and that's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been able to love since then, Don? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, absolutely. good. I was only 24 <laughs> at the time, so it was no big deal. Don, thanks for sharing this story. All righty, thanks. Just looking online here, Spy Tech. Here's a, one of these uh, programs. <sighs> yes. Wow. So this is how you can tell what people yeah. are punching into their computer? How yeah. much does it cost to get something like that? $69. Oh, might as well. Start monitoring within 10 minutes. Within 10 minutes? Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, you want to catch somebody. Okay, Ooh. I got a text here from one 800 A man left a voicemail on our house phone for my ex-wife about wanting to be on the same team or league. And the man left the information for a team meeting. So I show up and I'm waiting in the parking lot and I see my ex-wife and this guy walk out hand in hand. He walks her to her car, gives her a goodnight kiss. And when they turn around, I'm standing right there for them to see. Yeah! Gotcha! Zing! Mm-hmm. Man, people are finding some creative ways to bust people cheating. Mm-hmm. Just asking you the question this morning, how did you catch somebody cheating on you or how did you get caught cheating? Listen to this. I had a suspicion that my wife was cheating on me. So when I was going away for the weekend, I set up in my driveway one of my hunting cameras and I caught her coming home after work, getting ready, leaving for the night. And she didn't stay at the house all weekend. When I got home after the weekend, I was away. I questioned her on what she did over the weekend, and she said she just came home after work and puttered around the house. Mm. Show it. So I showed her the video, and <laughs> the relationship was over. Aha! Gotcha. Liar! <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, seriously. Owning hunting cameras? What's that about? <laughs> Brianna, what's your story? So my ex, he was at a Christmas work party and he wasn't talking to me all day, but then he snapchatted him at this Christmas work party with another girl that they went to a bar with after and they were like grinding and dancing and like making out and everything on Snapchat. And then the morning after he sent me a Snapchat directly to me of him naked in somebody else's bed. What? Yeah. (laughs) So he wanted to get caught? I guess so. (laughs) Did he use one of the cool filters? (laughs) No. Here I am with another girl. By the way, we have rabbit ears. And when we stick our tongues out, they get really long. (laughs) Hey, thanks. We appreciate you being on the show. No problem. Thank you. Here I am cheating with a girl. And she's got sunglasses and a beard. (laughs) And a piece of straw in her mouth. She looks like a farmer. (laughs) Snapchat filters are funny. We just got a text from Brittany. She says, my ex cheated on me and I found out because his mom made a point to ask him how the movie was that he went to with the other woman when I was standing right there. Oh, like the mom wanted the son to get caught? Yeah. Mm.
Okay, one more text. This one from the 905. I suspected my ex-husband was cheating on me, so I start doing a little digging. I call our phone company and request detailed billing, and lo and behold, I find records of 200 text messages a day from the same number. Turns out he's been texting a girl from work all day, every day, into the night, and they've been having an affair. So I phone the number, tell her exactly who I am, and that she clearly is able to communicate better with my then husband. So let him know to give me a call when he's got a second. <laughs> oh! Burn! Uh, uh, we have a mystery caller on the phone here. Somebody doesn't want to use their name, but uh, go ahead. How did you catch your husband cheating on you? Oh, well friends of mine found a birth announcement in the newspaper. A birth announcement? Yep. So your husband's Um, cheating on you. Yep. You don't know that. And then not only that, but he's had a kid with somebody else now? Yep. And they go to the trouble to put it in the paper? Yeah. And she didn't want to have anything to do with him once she found out he was married and we have a daughter together. Mm. Just in the process of separating from him now. Oh, wow. wow so it's fresh. No, it's not. This was 15 years ago. So you stayed with him? Yep. I feel like he's right there by the tone of your voice. You're whispering. No, I'm not at work. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that was one of those cases where, you know, he's with this other woman. They've got this baby. And then he comes home and she goes, oh, by the way, I put an ad in the paper announcing the birth of our child. And he probably just went white as a ghost. <laughs> well, you did what? Yeah, he didn't deny it. How can you, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck with the uh, separation. It's your typical ugly scene right oh, now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stay strong. There's light at the end of that tunnel. That's right. Yeah, and I'll have to blind his eyes with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for calling. All right, no problem. Have a great day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I think there's a really good chance, Maura, that you and everybody else, that you do at least four of the seven, quote, disgusting habits. (laughs) Everyone does this, and if they say they don't, they're probably lying. And that's picking your nose. Everybody picks their nose at some point in time. Well, sometimes you got to go in there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sometimes you, you can have like to... blow all you want. Yes. That sucker's lodged in there. Yeah. Might be, it's almost like cemented in. 
and you have to get to work. But there are places for that. You know, you yeah. don't do it on but the why? street car. But why? If we all do it, it's one of those things where if you're in a car and you're at a red light and you look over at somebody and they're picking their nose, you will freak out if you're with other people. You'll be like, oh my God, look at that guy. He's picking his nose. <laughs> yes. Hey, get in there. Woohoo. Yeah. And then meanwhile, you pull away from that light. And then if you're alone in your car and no one's around, you're getting right in there. <laughs> Yeah, why is it that people like picking their nose when they're in their car? It is a weird phenomenon, isn't it? Well, I feel like you pick your nose in all kinds of places, and well, then it's just in the car is where you catch people the most. That's where that's where we're wrong. We should only be picking our nose in the privacy of our own homes. Uh, something else that I think everybody does at some point in time is leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're my husband. All right. So you got (laughs) right out of the gate, Maura. That's two out of the seven that you do. Okay. Peeing in the shower. (laughs) Yeah, I've peed in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Who hasn't? It just seems to make a lot of sense. I didn't do it for a long time because I thought it was gross. Uh Uh-huh. Because I just, you know, why would I do that when I have a perfectly good toilet? But then I started reading all this information about how much water you save Uh, and that you're encouraged to pee in the shower. So you're like doing a favor for the environment by peeing in the shower. So right now I'm three for three here. Okay. Bundes, three for three? Three for three. Okay. Number four, picking your scabs. Oh, no, I don't do that. Oh, I do that. Oh, Guys, that's how you get a scar. Yeah, but it feels so good. No, it when doesn't. It's, especially when they're a little itchy and you can just... Ooh, no, you know, that actually makes me feel sick. Okay. Sca- you guys so you don't both do pick that. your scabs? Uh, I mean, it depends. You shouldn't do that. It, I know. You will get a scar. you got to uh, let that scab fall off on its own. Scars look cool, Maura, guys. <laughs> How'd you get that? Ah, uh, just picking a scab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just get the scab. It was a zit. I squished too hard. <laughs> is that one of the habits? Picking zits? Uh, picking zits is one of those things. Oh, I'm super guilty of that. Yeah. I can't help myself. I but, try not okay, to do that. I'm going to be more specific. Uh, popping a zit in public. Well, why would you ever do that? <laughs> I mean, I would do it. I need a mirror. I need the satisfaction of seeing, seeing it. it. Exactly, I would never yeah. want to like go, unless it's on the back of my neck or something, and you're really trying to... <laughs> yeah, but still, you wouldn't do that in public. You do that in the privacy of your bathroom. Yeah, you're right. right? Okay. That's well, sometimes, sometimes I get caught in the work washroom here, just like right up against the mirror. Doing really? Yeah. You pop zits at the work washroom? I can't help it. If I see something, yeah. I gotta go in. Oh, okay. oh. Harvest that sucker. Yeah. Tap that. Okay. So Morris still three. Yeah. Let's see if we can get you to four here on this one. Chewing with your mouth open. Um, yeah, I probably there you, go. you know who who doesn't chew with their mouth open from time to time. There it is. Sometimes you gotta say something. There it is. So th- yeah, I guess you're right. You got me. I got ya. Four for seven. Well, I'm not done yet. Oh. Could be five for seven. <laughs> Do you? Scratch your butt in public. (laughs) (laughs) I can safely say no, I do not do that. Okay, well, 30% of us do it. 30%? Mm. I do that too, but I, I'm worried that I'm going to go seven for seven here. Oh, yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think we've covered them all. Pimples, butt, chewing, <laughs> scabs, peeing in the shower, dirty dishes, picking your nose. So I'm seven for seven. Oh. Seven for seven. I'm disgusting. Good to know. <laughs> You've been single for too long. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's why. <laughs> wow. That's pretty gross. Yeah, well, a lot of people are doing it. Shouldn't do the butt thing, guys. <laughs> Just saying.
Have you had a chance to see the new trailer for the Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix? Oh, yes. I know you're excited about this. I'm well, a little I think apprehensive. He's, he's a great actor. You don't listen to you. You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. God, uh, you know how I feel. Nobody's going to be better than Heath Ledger, so why even bother trying? I mean, uh, Jared Leto tried. Not as good. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix, great actor. He's not going to be as good as Heath Ledger. And, uh, oh no. Oh no. Batman? Hey, <laughs> guys. Tucker Mora. Yeah, what's up? How are you? Hey, Batman. Oh my god, are you watching the trailer for The Joker? Well, I guess you're the right guy to ask. What do you think? Terrible. (laughs) It looks like garbage. Do you think? Yeah. Want to know why? Why? Because I'm not in it, (laughs) dummy. And I'm talking to Tucker, not you, Maura. I love you. You know that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. It's not very nice. No, it's not very nice for you. Quiet, Tucker. I want to talk to Maura. Hey, did you hear that laugh? Did you hear the Joker laugh yeah, there? Yeah, what did you think? Play it again for me so I can hear it. <laughs> you know what that sounds like, right? What? Sounds exactly like Chucky. You know, ever seen Chucky from mm-hmm. those, uh, you know, child's play movies? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, see? <laughs> Anyone can do that. Yeah. Even a puppet in a horror movie does a better job than Joaquin Phoenix. So your favorite Joker of all time was who? Well, obviously. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Mora. Yes. <laughs> Mora, come on. Don't say anything that's going to tarnish my image of you. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Mora, by the way, when are we going out on a date? Uh, what would a date look like with you? Oh, um, well, you know, first of all, I'd pick you up in the Batmobile. Oh. And I know it's a little awkward because it's now a one-seater. But, you know, we'll find room. You can sit on my lap or oh, something. I'll okay. get you you know, I'll get you in there, no problem. <laughs> and maybe uh, we'll uh, head over to the Batcave, huh? Oh, yeah? Ride up and down the Batpole oh, okay. a few times, oh, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, Batman. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Thanks for... <laughs> Then maybe after we ride the bat ball for a bit, we can uh, play a little seven minutes in heaven, oh. bat cave edition, huh? <laughs> seven minutes, that's all it yeah. takes? Yeah, oh, but no, I mean, uh, if you want more, I'll let, gladly give you some more. Okay, I'll let you know when I'm ready for the date. I'll just I'll just do the symbol, I'll put the symbol in the air. And you know what I'll have to do at the end of the night? What? I'll probably have to arrest you. Oh. Because it's got to be illegal to look that good. Huh, <laughs> Mora? Okay, Batman. Okay. All right. You going to take me up on that offer or what? <laughs> Maybe. Let me know what time I should pick you up. Maybe next time. Okay, bye. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. <laughs> bye. Bye, Batman. 
always trying to get with you. Does hey, he that come Batman? across as desperate to you guys? I don't know. I just I feel like he's got a big crush on you or something. <laughs> I discovered something about Chris Bundes I didn't know, Mora. What's that? Uh, he well, he has two cars, right? We mm-hmm. uh, we've established that he drives a Corvette. Yeah. And I've seen the Corvette in the uh, workplace parking lot mm-hmm. from time to time. When I'm uh, driving, we've established that he wears driving gloves yeah. from time to time to handle those curves a little better. And he also has a Corvette hat and jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the whole suit, got the whole thing. <laughs> but he doesn't have driving shoes no, yet. No, no, no driving. Did okay. they force you to buy those other things when you're getting the Corvette? No, it's That's, a hobby. Thing. It's just a thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it, he did specify that he only wears that stuff if he's alone. Yes. <laughs> Not if anyone's around. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I discovered is the other car that Bundes drives, his like, you know, beater, so to speak. Okay. And it is not what I would have expected from this guy at all. So what would you expect from him? I don't know. Another coolish car. Mm-hmm. And it's like the least cool car. No <laughs> offense to anyone who drives one of these. Because under normal circumstances, it's totally fine. But when you drive a Corvette on Monday and then on Tuesday, you're driving a Pontiac Vibe. Yeah. How does that even happen? Was this like your mom's car that she gave to you when she got a new car? No, um... I, I just needed a second car, and for me, um, a car is a car. Yeah. But I do. I well, the reason I have the Corvette is I love the exhilaration and the thrill of the horsepower and yeah. the torque and racing. Yeah. So I always wanted a sports car, and that's okay. that's what I go after. In terms of any other car, like a daily driver to get to A and B, yeah, uh-huh. didn't matter to me. Doesn't yeah. mean you don't care. No. Like I, I've thought about, oh, should I sell the Corvette and the Vibe and maybe get like a Mercedes that I could drive, you know, all year round yeah, in the wintertime? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I don't care. I don't, I'm not interested in luxury and all the le- like. No, I, I want performance, and that's obviously why I have that. the Pontiac Vibe, a very sensible car. <laughs> to me, it's like it'd be like if Drake got out of his private jet and then jumped into a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> Well, the you po- know, it's a reliable car. Yeah. Good on gas. Here we go. Well, that's the thing. It just doesn't fit the brand, is what I'm saying. Totally. But the Pontiac yeah. vibe has a Toyota engine in it, so it's reliable. Uh-huh. Okay. It's good on gas. Uh-huh. And because it's a hatchback, I got room. So I. Uh-huh. I, I Check, color, wait, check, what check. color is it? Is it like lime green? That's no. a, it's a, it's not a cool color either. That's, it's kind of a maroony yeah, sort of maroon. wine. I'd call it wine, wine? red wine. What? <laughs> it's it's very like low key. Yeah, you don't get noticed in that thing. <laughs> you want to know how dark the uh, tinted windows are, Maura? Yes, zero uh, percent tint, <laughs> no tint at all. No, no, nah, it is a very very basic car. But what's odd is I have mm. a personalized license plate. And you'd oh. think I'd have it on the Corvette, but I didn't. I didn't even the... notice the personalized plate. Yeah, what I put... does it say? It says "My Music" on it. My music. Yeah, it was a gift from my dad. Um, well, while I was touring and playing uh-huh. in a band, my dad got me a personalized license plate. Figured I'd probably put it on the Corvette. Yeah. No, I thought that would be too douchebag, so I put it on the Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Huh. Wait, could you not find a PT Cruiser when you were looking for cars? <laughs> oh. <laughs> No That's offense to low. anyone who's driving a PT Cruiser. <laughs> Listen, no one is driving a PT Cruiser. No, there's somebody on my street who has one. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still people driving those cars. Huh. You know. That's yeah, the good old vibe. I yeah. love that thing. I don't 
mind the look of a vibe, to be honest. Yeah, it just doesn't fit the brand. That's all. You know, Pontiac's slogan, I don't know if it still is, but it was... <laughs> Pontiac is no oh, more. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah. back what in the it? day, it was built for drivers. So there you go. Bundes is a driver. <laughs> <laughs> Selling it to me. <laughs> Do you ever wear the Corvette jacket and hat when you're driving the, the vibe? The vibe? <laughs> or is that sacrilege? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give you my Porsche keychain. <laughs> That's right. You could put that on your Pontiac. It'd be no different than Mora walking around with a Porsche keychain. Yeah. Exactly. I like that keychain. It's leather, okay? Man, I'm learning something new about you every day, Bundes. (laughs) And welcome to One Star Reviews. What could people possibly complain about when it comes to the CN Tower? Mm -hmm. We're about to find out. Brenda, good morning. Good morning. Brenda, these are actual reviews online of the CN Tower, and you're going to have to decide after Tucker reads the review to you if the reviewer gave the CN Tower one star or more, okay? Okay. Let's jump right in. All right. So my girlfriend convinced me that we should try Edgewalk while we were visiting Toronto. Ah. What a joke. They had so many harnesses attached to us that it's that it barely feels scary. <laughs> Also, what's with the jumpsuits they make you wear? Am I paying hundreds of dollars to be taken for a walk on a leash or an inmate at a maximum security (laughs) penitentiary? I was wearing jeans and a hoodie when I arrived, and I have no idea why I couldn't just wear that. What is this, The Handmaid's Tale? (laughs) Unless you scare easily, I wouldn't waste your money on this. Okay, Brenda, what do you think? Did this person give the CN Tower one star or more? I'm going to say more. Oh, well, you are wrong. Yeah, this person was not impressed. You need two out of three right in order to win. Up next, a shorty. I swear to you that the only reason we went up the stupid CN Tower was to see the statue of Drake sitting on the edge. (laughs) Guess what? It doesn't exist. Oh, come on. What a waste of $60. Oh, please. This is somebody who's pretty uh, ignorant, I think. Brenda. Okay. Did this person give the CN Tower one star or more? Oh, darn. I'm going to say more again. On this one, you are also wrong. That's one star. I'll tell you what. You need one out of three right in order to win this one. You're lucky, Brenda. Brenda. Yeah. Tucker's changing the rules just for you. You need this one. Okay. I mean, how how could you give that other one? How could you think it was more than one star, Brenda? I know, and I was going to say one star. Come on, Brenda. All right. The CN Tower is a great example of how size does not matter. First of all, I was hoping for more entertainment once I got up to the midsection. All you do is walk around and stare out the windows. There was no live music or any kind of show. Live music? (laughs) There was a cafeteria where you could buy a snack and a fancier restaurant that we couldn't get into without a reservation. The worst part of the whole experience was listening to my kids cry because they couldn't go right to the top of the tower. They should make it clear when you buy a pass to go all the way up that the upper section of the tower is off limits to the public. Wow. Like, I think they literally thought they were going to go to the very tip of the tower. No, no. And 
Okay, Brenda, for the win, did this person give the CN Tower one star or more? Okay, let's go with the one star this time. Well, thank God. Yeah! You are right. You did it! Brenda, nice job. Thank you. So carpenter guys using this electric saw, he cuts off most of his hands. They ended up attaching the severed hand to the guy's groin. No. They were thinking if it was there for a couple of weeks, it would help regenerate the skin on the hand. And I was thinking, what would be the non-sexual advantage to having a hand down by your groin? And I'm scrambling to try and figure out what that is. Well, Tucker, if you're ever flying low, you can discreetly fix that and no one will know. Just got the hand down there. You don't You don't even have to move. People yeah. won't even notice you zipping up the zipper, right? Uh-huh. I'm always flying low too. Here's one for yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know when your underwear is always going in your bum? Mm. Riding up. It's riding on you. up, yes. Yeah, you get off a bike or you've been sitting in the car forever and you just want to pull everything down. Yeah. You got the hand in there to do it for you. Discreetly. Discreetly. You just get that underwear pulled out and pulled down. Right, the wedgie. And, yeah. Get the wedgie out or of the way. For guys, sometimes the boxer briefs kind of roll up into uh-huh. your whole area. Yes. And you want just everything pulled down. Yeah. All that could be happening all without having to loosen your belt. Speaking of being a guy. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to use your arms when you're urinating. You just hold it. You know, thinking about how easy peeing is going to be. You got a hand right there. Yeah. What about this? <laughs> I don't want to you're, hear another one, I don't you're think. You're in gym class. You're uh-huh. in gym class. And your instructor is making you do the longest plank you've ever had to do in your life. And you've had just about enough. <laughs> You take the hand and you support your midsection. (laughs) No one's the wiser. Yeah. It's like a stool for your butt without anyone knowing. No one would know. Everyone's like, wow, he can hold a plank forever. No hands. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's a pretty good one. That'd be great. What about this? (laughs) You got another? Okay. You got a really sore back. Uh huh. And you have to shake hands with a toddler. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> no, is no. there no way? No, okay. No, no. You're trying to balance a beer on your lap while watching TV. No problem. No problem. No more spills while you're sitting on the couch. Yeah. That's all I got. But try and take a sip out of that beer. That's a real challenge. Then well, you got to have use, really flexible neck muscles. You use the other hand. Oh, you pass it. Yeah. A little pass over to the <laughs> other hand. And you take a Just sip saying, and then put it back. To balance the beer on the lap yes. is much easier. Well so maybe, done. Maybe the guy after the surgery was like, can we just leave it there? This is too good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not how it rolled out. No. Now they put it back on, and, and he's actually starting to regain some function and uh, some feeling. Wow. So it's a pretty miraculous surgical procedure that they were able to follow through on. Hopefully, he had the same sense of humor that we did when he was going <laughs> through that. He's just happy to have part of his hand back, right? right? right. After he figured he was going to wake up from surgery and it would just be gone. It was still there, just in a different place for a bit. So Harvest needed me to get her a toy that rolled under our couch. And I get down there on my hands and knees, and you will never guess what I found. 
Uh, you know, I've I've heard enough stories that if it's not a positive experience, that it has something to do with your husband. Yeah, yeah. He left, and I don't think this is all from one night. I mm-hmm. think this is from me not looking under the couch over the course of several months. Okay. Six empty beer cans <laughs> under <laughs> my nice couch. I'm like, is this a dorm? Uh, is this a fraternity house? What is going on with that? Is it possible that there's a bit of a slant? I know it's an old place. <laughs> and that the beer cans just accidentally roll in there. But six? six? Yeah. I mean, come on. Is it possible he was bowling with beer cans? <laughs> and every now and then, one would just get away and slide under the couch, and then he'd like replace it with another one? No. <laughs> so, like, what is going on there? It's funny because I have the same thing that happens to me at my house, but it's not with my wife leaving beer cans under the couch. It's my daughter uh, sneaking candy. Uh huh. And anytime I move a piece of furniture or a beanbag chair or something in my house, there's like four or five wrappers under there. That she just stuffs under there? Yeah, yeah. As though I'm not going to know. Why doesn't she throw them out? Well, because she thinks that she's hiding them. And uh-huh. she's just terrible at it. Right. So I'll move it. I'll be like, what? There's like three wrappers. What the hell? And then what do you Especially do? Especially around Halloween. Well, I pick them up. Yeah. And I kind of, I, I don't know. I try and tell her. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I mean, what should I do? Ground her? Well, I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, rapper, her future, she's going to be just like Matt. Are you looking for guidance from I, me and uh, how you should punish your husband? <laughs> well, not necessarily <laughs> Give punish. him a time out, put him in the corner. and <laughs> You know how you used to do with like your university mm-hmm. roommate? If they were really messy, you'd like, I remember oh. moving the mess to a roommate's bed, like all the dirty dishes in the sink. You yeah. just put them all in their bed. And guess what? That did nothing. The person just slept in the bed with the dirty <laughs> dishes. And then when you needed the frying pan you'd have to go into the sheets to get it (laughs) well i had the same experience i told you about my university roommates no one was doing the dishes so we all had our own sections and the dishes would pile up if you used a dish you would put the dirty dish in your section so you'd wash it later and uh, i think there was one semester where they washed their dishes twice in uh, three and a half months whatever a semester is at school and uh, it was at the point where my friend um, Andy would s- make grilled cheese sandwiches and he'd bring them into the living room and just lay them on the couch <laughs> because there were no plates to put them on and he didn't want to, you know, wash one so yeah. he could eat off it. Right. Guess who owned the couch? You. Me. It was my couch and he'd just lay the grilled cheese sandwiches right on top of the couch there. <laughs> yeah. He once washed all the glasses in the sink and the sink was so full of water that he wanted to give them a rinse after uh-huh. the soap. So he put them all in a dish rack. He brought them into the bathtub. But the bathtub hadn't been cleaned in at least a month and a half, oh. if not more. And he rinsed them and he put them rim side down in the bathtub <laughs> as he was rinsing them. All the glasses had a little film layer around the outer edge. Okay, you just gave me the idea to fix the problem. Yeah, what's that? We need Andy, this guy with the glasses situation, <laughs> Matt and your daughter to all move in together. <laughs> Share a house. And then they're going to learn how annoying it is when you need, you know, a clean dish or something. Or maybe they'll love it because annoying Mora isn't there to rag on them about all the stuff they're doing wrong. Trust me, I haven't started ragging yet, but I'm getting close to it. Do you think you're good at being an adult? Yeah. (laughs) You think you got it down? I got it figured out. Come on. Well, I guess uh, there's there's this whole list of things that are, um, I'm just looking at here. 
And this is to basically decide if you're better at adulting than most people. And would you put yourself in that category? Well, I don't live with my mom anymore, so yes. I think that's probably on the list. But some of these things are so <laughs> random, okay? Uh-huh. First of all, can you swallow a pill fairly easily? Is <laughs> really? one of the things that they're putting on this list of, uh, you know, if, if you're a great adult, you should be able to do oh, that. that's not fair. I have a friend who has trouble swallowing pills because he's got like a small esophagus. You know, so Does he or is it a mental thing? Because if he can eat a meal, I'm sure he can swallow a pill unless the pills he's swallowing are three inches wide. Have you ever had a big pill? I was sick yeah. once and they gave me these like I called them horse pills because yeah. they were so huge. But if you're a good adult, you should be able to find a way to get that down. Wow. Weird. So I would put that guy in the category of uh, he would fail that one qualification. <laughs> okay. 91% of people say they can swallow a pill. So that gives you an idea of where you fit on this. Can you wrap a gift properly? And I'm not talking about a bag with tissue paper, which has become the norm. Can Mm. you actually wrap a gift? I take pleasure in wrapping gifts now. That's how adult I am. Okay. Well, you are uh, 87% people say, yeah. Can you wrap a gift? Yeah, I can actually. I'm pretty good at wrapping. I would even say I'm better than my wife. Not that it's really a gender thing, but it kind of is. Yeah, like no, my husband's more... the worst at it. Yeah. It's a joke when he hands you a gift. You're like, what? <laughs> Did you even try? <laughs> Do you know how to write a check? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, there's, uh, I guess, 25% of people don't know how to write a personal well, check. Checks are on their way out. You know, you just do e-transfers. Yeah. I, I never wrote a tra- check until this year when I, or last year, when I finally got my mortgage and I had to like sign over some um, like payment stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was the first time I ever did it. And then you're like, I have to write out all these letters? <laughs> yeah. Or sorry, numbers? Yes. That's the drag. $150. Well, you know, $50. Yeah, if you're paying for something that's expensive and it's over $1,000 and it's like $1,232, yeah. that's a lot of letters you got to fit on that one line. Yeah, and do you put a hyphen in there? Who knows? <laughs> And then you got to put the cents in, right? Yeah. You do the little line and then 22. Yeah. <laughs> um, could you sew a button back on? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I could do that at a young age. 27% like of people can't do that. Really? It's yeah. pretty easy. <laughs> Can you fold a fitted sheet? Oh, please. I don't think those need to be folded in any... I just kind of ball them up and throw them in the closet. I fold it in half and then half again, then yeah. half again, yeah. and it's not going to be a perfect square ever. No. But uh, 40, always, 40% of people can't do that, and I guess that's apparently one of the qualifications that you're a good adult. I've always been impressed with people who can do it perfectly, like where yeah. you can't even tell whether it's fitted or not. I once watched a YouTube video, and I believe it was Martha Stewart explaining how to fold it, <laughs> and it just got too complicated. Yeah. I was, I'm was. i not going to bother with that. No. Do you regularly have oil in your car changed? Do you like the oil changes and do the maintenance? Mm. More than, like, 41% of people don't. Yeah, my engine light is on all the time, as yeah, you know. Yeah, so... You fail in that category. <laughs> uh, can you kill a spider without screaming? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. Can uh, you? I, you know what I do? Because I have a boat and there's spiders all over the place. Yeah. Is I squish them with my bare hands you, without a Kleenex now. Wow. Yeah. If they're really thick, I will give a little bit of a, Ugh! but I'll do that. What a man you are. But if I had paper towel, I wouldn't scream at all. So I'd be all right.
Uh, do you always fold your laundry right away after it's dry? Right away? Yeah. 60% of people don't. You're failing if you're in that category. Uh, do you make your bed every morning? Um, that's well, your a tough husband's one, in bed. I'm, I'm gone so early. But if it's a Sunday? Yeah, I like to make my bed when I get up. Because they say getting back into a bed that isn't made means you're not going to have a good sleep. Yeah. It's also, I like to make my bed because it's like, at least I accomplished one thing that day. Yeah. <laughs> you start your day off by making the bed and accomplish one thing and it sets you on the right track. Yes. Yeah. And I th- you're going to fail at this one, Maura. Can you change a flat tire? Oh, no. Oh, hell no. Yeah. I can't do anything. So I don't even know how to pop my hood, you know? I don't know where the button is for that. Wow. No idea. So you could never, you couldn't add windshield fluid if you ran no. out and you were on a road trip. No idea. <laughs> I just had to do that for for a friend here at work. They they couldn't put windshield washer in their car because yeah. they, they couldn't figure out how to pop their hood. I know it's really sad. I honestly, I should take like a car tutorial. It's usually I can give you that <laughs> tutorial in about fourteen seconds. Yeah, look to where your left leg is, and then on the where where, where the side of the wall is, where your left leg would go. It's usually right, it's right there, there. there, or just above that area. Yeah. It's in that vicinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even want to know. But you know, only twenty eight percent of people feel like they can change a flat tire like without a problem. So, ah, uh, it turns out you're not the adult you once thought you oh, were, Nora. Okay, thanks. You're just a child locked up inside <laughs> that body of yours. <laughs> Let's do it. We are playing What the Cluck this morning. All you have to do is get the last one right in order to win, but in order to get the last one right, you got to get the first one too. Yeah. Well, at least Peter does. Hey, Peter. Hello. Once again, to refresh your memory, here is song number one. This is a song that Mora is going to cluck for you. Okay, Mora, excellent as always. Oh, thank you. Peter, can you tell us the name of that song? Uh, Old Town Road. Well, you are right. Wow, nice job. Okay, song number two. For the win. The name of that song. Otherwise, if you get it wrong, we're moving on to Naomi. Can you give us the name of it? And Shazam won't work if that's what you're trying. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't... We quite, Shazam hasn't advanced to that uh, to level yet. To the clock game. Peter, what the clock? Mm, no, I don't have a game. You don't have it? Oh. oh. I'm sorry, sorry buddy. Sorry, Peter. Uh, Thanks for playing, though. Appreciate it. And that means uh, Naomi here can get in for the steal. Naomi, hopefully you heard the song. I heard it, but I don't know it either. Oh, you don't! On, you know this song. You know it. 
I, have, I, I honestly don't know it. Well, that could be great news for Senna. Thank you, Naomi, for trying Senna for the win. And the double steal? The double steal. What is the name of that song? <laughs> um, I know the song. Yeah, you do uh, know it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just stop going to me. Oh! No! Thank you for trying. Energy 95.3. Who's this? It's Shannon. Shannon for the win. It's Senorita. Senorita. Holy cow. She almost lost it because of her phone connection, but you did it. Congratulations. You know, just thinking about those exercises you had to do where that woman's hand was inside you the whole time. You were just thinking about that. I was, well, like a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like how uncomfortable that must have been for you. For half an hour, Yep. you exercised. Yes. And this, uh, was she a doctor or is she? Pelvic floor physiotherapist. Okay. Highly recommend it to anybody who has had a baby. Okay. Or who just, you know. Sometimes pees a little bit when they laugh. <laughs> and so she puts a glove on, she's uh, doing yeah. her thing, yeah. and you're doing your thing, and then... Uh, she's instructing... Why does she need to be in there for all 30 minutes of well, that? Well, a lot of people don't even know that they're doing a Kegel exercise when mm. they're trying to do a Kegel. They're like, is that it? Am I doing it right? Is there anything happening? So she's helping you trigger that muscle. She's saying, no, no. And then actually she will tap. Like, oh, try this. I'm not feeling anything on this side. Trigger this side. Trigger that side. She'll tap where like you're she not. She could point sure. to an area, essentially, yeah. and you, and like, you can ah, feel where that area is here. and do it. Well, it's just like if a, uh, a personal trainer was like adjusting your form and then trying, okay. like pressing your biceps, saying, I want to feel you working in this muscle right here. Makes me think of a mechanic. You ever seen have someone who knows a lot about cars and you're having an issue and he's got his hands or she's got their hands in your engine? And, all right, give it a little gas now. They're like, all right, hang on. I'm just going to make a little adjustment. More, a little more gas. Okay, got it now. Yes, that's exactly. Now you can turn off the car for a second. Okay, now and restart it now. Okay. Yeah. You know what the hardest thing? It's exactly the same yeah. thing. I would say the hardest thing was actually being able to do those uh, exercises while you're just breathing normally. See, mm. now I'm doing it right now. You know, if you had a glove, I'd be like, "Come on over, I'll show you." <laughs> I think I have to leave now. <laughs> don't uh, think your wife would like that. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know if I'd like that either. It's a battle of the exes this morning. Casey and Alexis are competing to see who's got the worst ex. And Casey, you get the first move. Go ahead. So I was dating a guy for a couple of years and we ended up breaking up. But during our time together, he had access to my email um, just for, you know, pretty light stuff. If I needed him to check my email, whatever, no big deal. And I had forgotten that he had my password for my email. I ended up on a dating site. While I'm on this dating site, I could see you get you get messages from people as you um, your profile gets looked at. So in my email, I could see that emails were being read that I hadn't read. And I was speaking to one guy in particular who we had talked for probably a couple of weeks. And I later found out that it was this ex who had created a fake name, profile, pictures and everything. What picture did he choose out of curiosity? Who was like the hot guy that he thought you'd fall for? Um, he was very good looking. <laughs> Alexis, what is your first move? 
I'm a plumber and I work throughout like Milton and Mississauga and all those places. My ex-boyfriend, he had me on Snapchat and you can like see other people's locations. And he actually followed me to job sites to try and talk to me. Ew. Yeah. Creepy. You know, I'll tell you, this technology really seems to be backfiring for the two of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Casey, what's your second and final move? So I had uh, this guy that I was dating for a few months who was in the process of selling his home and uh, happened to drive into a town where I lived. We were about an hour apart and he had a bunch of stuff and asked if he could store um, some of the larger pieces of my house. I said, sure. Lo and behold, he had moved a lot more in and asked if he could stay at my place for a few weeks uh, while his new place was getting ready. And um, I said, sure, no problem. And, uh, you know, weeks later, I'm asking about the apartment. He said that uh, it was given away. And this was really all in one big attempt to kind of move in. I found out later that he wasn't selling his house. He actually lost his home and uh, did a little bit more digging and found out that the majority of the stories were, were false that he had told. So now I've got this, you know, squatter in my house. I just like have this. Did he show up with the truck around the corner? So he's like, hey, do you mind if I store a couple of things? Okay, move it in, guys. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And then there's like a moving crew unloading everything. Yep. So going back, looking at the mover rail plays out pretty much like that. Oh. Yeah. So how long yeah. before you eventually get him out then? Oh, that's embarrassing. It ended up being uh, close to about a year and a half. Oh, wow. Man. I know. Sadly, it was a little bit selfish because it was kind of nice having the help with like the, you know, mortgage payments and that kind of stuff too. And he was helping around. Like it, it was kind of like having a built-in maid. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, at least he was helping out around the house. I'm, I might be just as bad in this story when I tell it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis, what is your second and final move? A couple years ago when like all the Google products first came out, I worked at Best Buy at the time. So I got all the products and stuff and I had a Google home and a Google speaker and everything. So he had been connected to my speaker so he could play stuff off his phone. He could cast stuff off of his phone to my TV. He could turn on and off my lights from his phone. Same with me, right? So we had broken up and I completely forgot that I had him connected to it. And so he had been trying to call me and text me and I just like, I wasn't having it. I, We've broken up. We were broken up for, I think it was like a month and a half now. And he showed up at my house and was sitting outside of my house, turning on and off my lights and playing music from my speakers. <laughs> what, what song was he playing? He was playing um, That Should Be Me by Justin Bieber. Oh. <laughs> horrible breakup songs. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that went on for like probably an hour before I walked outside and pretty much told him to grow up or I was going to call the cops because I was trying to go to bed because as I like I work so yeah I have a life <laughs> well what are we gonna do here Casey's ex catfished her after the fact like they'd broken up and he pretended to be someone else so he could get back in her life Alexis's ex was using all her Google equipment to reach out and uh, make her a little crazy at home. And also tracked her through Snapchat. Uh. Our winner this morning, we got to do a little vote here. Casey is going to win this one. But everybody gets a prize. Thanks so much for playing, ladies. Thank you. No problem. 
fun facts, Maura. Yeah! Well, why don't I start with uh, the question I was asking a moment ago. Oh, yeah, I was what supposed are the to think about this. three largest <laughs> countries in North America? Canada. Mm-hmm. United States. Yes. And um, that's it. <laughs> Mexico. I think a lot of people would say Mexico. That would be the, what most people would think, but most people would be wrong because it's Canada, the United States, and Greenland. Oh. It's technically a part of North America. A little bit of a trickaroo there. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and A&W... <laughs> At one point, tried to one-up McDonald's in the 1980s by selling something they wanted to compete with the Quarter Pounder. Okay. Their creation was called a Third Pound Burger. (laughs) I like it. But you know what? A lot of people suck at math, and they didn't realize that a Third Pound Burger was larger than a Quarter Pounder, and it never took off, and uh, they had to discontinue it. (laughs) You know, fractions. Right. Not not for everybody. Yeah, no. The reason Under Armour spells its name A-R-M-O-U-R... They're Canadian! No. Good guess, though. (laughs) It's because the founder thought it would make for a cooler, toll-free phone number. He wanted 1-888-4-ARMOR. And not 1-888-4-4-ARMOR. Why do you ever need to call Under Armour? I know. It seems like a dumb reason, but that was the reason why they spelt it uh, wrong. Hmm. The guy who created the baby on board sign yeah. made millions and millions of dollars. What's crazy is he doesn't have kids. <laughs> Just had a good freaking idea. Yeah. Implemented it and now he's super rich. Oh, so jealous I don't have a good idea like that. When you see one of those, do you slow down? I mean, I just I treat everybody with the same respect, whether like, they have kids or not. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> what do you think? I'm, oh, they don't have kids? <laughs> and tailgate them a little harder or something? Yes, you? Yes. Bed bugs, Mora, uh-huh. are almost 100 million years old, which means they were around at the same time <gasps> as the dinosaurs. Oh, man, if we could ask them a few questions. What was it like back then? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'd want to, if you could ask a bed bug a question, about you would ask dino- about the dinosaurs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We'd want to know why they bite people and, you know. They like blood, Tucker. I know the answer to that one already. Aviator sunglasses, which of course have been trendy off and on over the last number of years, mm-hmm. uh, were created in the 1930s for the United States Army Corps, Army Air Corps. Okay. So they were issued for the military. Oh, cool. And they took off from there. First ever, first ever NBA game mm-hmm. was held in what country? Canada. You're right. 1946, the New York Knickerbockers played the Toronto Huskies. That's so interesting. Right here in Toronto. Awesome. That's why they're considering turning the Raptors back into the Huskies, right? Playing around with that idea. Really? Well, they were. Oh, I never. I know they wore that. like throwback jerseys for some games, yeah. but I don't okay. know if they're going to actually change the team name thinking about it. Trust me, they're thinking about it. (laughs) Did you know Expedia, Travelocity, Orbitz, Hotwire, and Hotels.com are all owned by the same company? Yeah, Expedia Inc. That's annoying. I know. Tetris was created in 1984 by a researcher who wanted to teach people how they could do a better job packing their car when they were going away for a long weekend. (laughs) You know, you got a suitcase this way, you can put it in with the suitcases that are going that way. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not true. But never, I made that ever, up. I made that cer- up, Maura. Oh, you made that one up? Yeah. I was going to be like, never in a, is there a circumstance where the suitcases start coming at you really fast and you got to get them in the back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
fast. <laughs> Would have been a good way to make up, you know, a good reason to make that game. That was to test some, like, Russian thing. Oh. Okay. Computer system. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Remember the show Unsolved Mysteries? Sure. Well, 388 of the cases that were featured on that show have now been solved. Really? Yeah. That's great. Because of the show? Yeah. Wow. People saw it. You know what else happened on that show? They'd have all these actors doing reenactments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the actors would get spotted in public and people would call the cops on them. <laughs> I found the guy. Yeah, I found the guy who committed that murder. <laughs> I saw it on Unsolved Mysteries. There he is. And it's just like Ted who's trying to break into acting, you know? Uh, the Simpsons debuted in 1989. At that time, Bart was nine years old. If he would have aged properly, he'd now be 39 years old. Oh, Wow. Older than Homer was at that point in time, which was 36. And finally this morning, a little Star Wars fun fact for you. Did you know Yoda, in early drafts, had a first name? And his last name was Yoda? Yeah. What's his first name? Dave. No. No, it wasn't Dave. Yeah, I was going to say you're lying again. It was Terry. It was Terry? Terry Yoda. No, it wasn't there. Okay, what was it? You ready for it? Yes. Yoda's first name? Steve. Stop it. No, it was Carl. Carl Yoda. For real? <laughs> no. Well, what was it? It was actually uh, Minch. M-I-N-C-H. Minch? Minch. Minch Yoda. Yoda. Minch Yoda. And those are your Friday morning fun facts for this Friday, August 30th. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.